Welcome to the brand new Revival Ministry. This is 10 Minutes or Less, and this is Pastor Ty Bernard. A lot of people don't understand that there is a difference between being a disciple and being a Christian. The word Christian get thrown around quite frequently, and as it is thrown around, it loses its meaning. So what it means to be a Christian today doesn't mean what it used to in the biblical times. We have people who say that they are Christian, but honestly are not walking intentionally with Jesus. Disciples, on the other hand, are people who drop everything so that they can follow Christ, to seek Christ intentionally and to imitate Christ as best as they can. Jesus' disciples dropped everything, their fishing gear. They left their children, their wives, their their family behind to be able to walk with Christ. Jesus promised us that Christians are saved through grace. However, in first Peter 418, Peter talks about the difficulties of salvation, even for the righteousness. We have all met people that profess to be believers, yet they live with little or no regard to the commandments of God. Our Lord Jesus Christ urge us in the New Testament to seek the kingdom of God in his righteousness. Paul tells us in Philippians how <clears throat> to live and inherit the kingdom of God. Did you know some Christian authors believe that while our salvation is by grace, a person has not totally received God's gift of salvation until it is reflected in his or her lifestyle. While we all sin and fall short of the glory of God, you can tell a committed Christian by his or her daily actions thoughts, and deeds. I will give you seven scriptural principles about how to live a Christian life. And we will also talk about how Paul defined Christians to the Philippines. The first principle I want to start with is call upon the name of the Lord for salvation. Paul tells us in Acts 2.21 and in Romans 10.9 that anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. To believe with your heart, to repent of your sins, turning away from your old self and to have faith that Jesus lived the perfect life, that he died on the cross, that he was buried. And on the third day he resurrected. Paul tells us that you will be saved. Did you know that unrighteousness shall not inherit the kingdom? In 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 10, and in Ephesians 5, 5, Paul describes in vivid detail the lifestyle of the unholy and tells us that the unrighteousness will not inherit the kingdom of God. Did you know 1.2 billion people in this world, describe themselves as Christians or believers, yet many still partake regularly in their sin that Paul describes in 1 Corinthians. Paul tells us not to be deceived, to watch out for sexual impurities, cheating on our spouse, worshiping our spouse, males having sex with males, women having sex with women. He goes on to tell us that no thieves are greedy people, are people that are addicted to anything, 
or verbally abusive people will not inherit the kingdom of God. He goes on to tell us that righteousness may be a scarce saved. Now, let me explain this. Peter tells us in 1 Peter 4, 17 and 19 that many of the righteous may be uh, scarcely saved. If that is true, then what will heaven be like for those indicating their belief in Christ yet refuse to conform to Christ's example for us? He tells us to seek the kingdom in his righteousness. In Matthew 6, 33, Jesus uh, implores us to put away our desires for earthly pleasures and seek the kingdom of God in his righteousness. In order for us to seek the kingdom, we must be in the word daily. We must be in some sort of discipleship with other Christians. We should be showing people the face of Jesus by loving on them and being kind to everyone. He, he, he says he saves us for a purpose. In 2 Timothy 9, 1 through 9, Paul tells us uh, that the believer, uh, the believers in Ephesians, that they have been saved for a purpose. And he encouraged them to seek to fulfill the purpose that God has preordained for them. As a Christian, you truly find what your purpose is because everyone's purpose is in Christ. This is the reason why the world is lost. We have lost men out there who search for their purpose, but don't find them. They change from day to day because they don't have the purpose. They're not in Christ. God created you for a purpose. Principle six, lay up treasures in heaven. Jesus encouraged believers in Matthew 619 to lay up treasures and reward in heaven and not to be concerned uh, ourselves with the cares of this world. This doesn't mean that we shouldn't care about our day to day cares of life. But what he's saying is, is care more about working and laying up reward in heaven by keeping God's command, because this life that we live now is temporary. Uh, principle seven, your treasure is where your heart is. In Matthew 6, 21, Jesus tells us that our hearts will be where our treasures is. The thing that we treasure the most are the things that we do on a daily. They mean something uh, to us because it is in our hearts. So I can tell you what your treasure is by simply uh, looking at the, the fruit that you produce on a daily basis. Now, I want to take the time to define uh, uh, how Paul defines Christians and Philippine. He says, uh, be of good conduct, striving and suffering for Christ. This is what Christians are told to do. Paul clearly loved the church at Philippi and the commitment of the believers there for their service to the Lord. 
in the Philippine 1, 27 and 29, Paul encouraged them to continue their efforts in the face of suffering and persecution. He goes on to say uh, uh, preoccupation with the welfare of others. In Philippine, Philippines 2, 3 through 4, Paul indicates that true believers will have a concern for the welfare of other people. Our whole goal as disciples is to imitate Christ as fast as we can. And since Christ was always concerned for the welfare of other people, he put his life on the line for people. Us as his followers should take that example and do the same as well. He goes on to say, serve without complaining and disputing. In Philippine 2, 14 uh, and 16, Paul indicates that the true believer and, and servant of the Lord serves without regard to personal recognition or gaining any good cheer uh, without dispute. Real believers will serve without seeking personal uh, recognition. They will serve simply because Jesus came to serve us and it's in our heart to do so because we know Jesus cherish servants. The last thing, the last thing that I want to say is stand fast in the Lord. Finally, in Philippians 4.1, Paul encouraged the believers to stand fast in the Lord and not to some due to the evils of this world. I know the evils are everywhere in this world. Even when we wake up in the morning and you turn on the television, on the news, you see a glimpse of evil. Dealing with people at uh, 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 stores, non-believers at your workplace or at school, wherever you are, you get a glimpse of how evil the world can be. So Stand against that. Stand against it and do, do not allow it to uh, 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 subdue you, to uh, conquer you. This is my time, but if you want to support the BNR Ministries, I would love if you share with your friends, your family, your life group, Facebook or Twitter, Instagram, uh, anywhere. Let's help us get the message of God into people's ears. Thank you, and remember, Jesus loves you.